This is the Liberator Podcast from Giant Worldwide. Welcome to the Liberator Podcast. My name is Jeremy Kubitschek. I'm here, as always, with Steve Cockrum. Steve, how are you today? I am very well, Jeremy. Live and unplugged from London. Um, it's freezing here at the moment, but probably not as cold as where it is with you. So, well, well, Apparently, you've not been well. No, 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 no. I've had something called the flu. and uh, have, You know, I was thinking about this, the flu. Um, the English tend to add like for every word they have like four or five iterations or other words of course uh, yeah so um and, and i have a theory on that of why that is by the way come on then come on then uh um my thought is it's like you guys because it's so cold and wet that you stay indoors historically and so you, mm-hmm. you had you made it a game to come up with another word for a word because <laughs> there was nothing else to do it was like almost like scrabble you just keep playing with words to try to figure. Is that right? That's it, because we 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 don't have electricity that often over here, and running water is still a challenge <laughs> at times. So, yeah, all kinds of things we get there. We we have a particular strain of it called man flu. I don't know whether you uh, have man flu, and whether um, whether that rings any bells for you. I I may have been having man flu. I don't know, <laughs> but I. Uh, my daughter had it too, though. So let's let's just see. Okay. Now, help me. Is there what's the word for flu in English? Influ- influenza. Influenza. Okay, so we just shortened it. Yeah, so we made it. Yeah. Simple. And, uh, but um, the, the the thing is, I'm so paranoid of the accusation of man flu. After three days, because I had it two and a half weeks ago when we came back from America, and um, I actually ended up by Tuesday going to the doctor because I needed a diagnosis to convince my wife and others that this was more than me just feeling sorry for myself with man flu. So it was confirmed as a particularly violent virus, which she could give me absolutely nothing for, which was typical of the British health system. And I went back to bed feeling sorry for myself, but at least I had a legitimate um, I wasn't suffering from man flu. This was a virulent, I think was the word she used, virus, which basically laid me low for an entire week. Um, and even my cough is still just recovering. But you've been struck down in the last week, so I can't have passed it to you because we haven't really been in the same place for a few weeks. So, But you, you've, been, you've, been, you've had man flu, haven't you, apparently? Uh, so vir- virulent um, would be probably the word I would use. I've never, ever used that word. And uh, virulent is an interesting one. The way we would say that in the United States would be really, really bad. That would be the, <laughs> the term we would use in the States uh, for the, the, the dumb Americans. But anyway, well, hey, we sure. Been... Go on, I was going to say, I'm sure everyone is uh, thrilled to uh, commiserate with us in our... Uh, um, kind of convalescence, but we, we thought we'd give a little update today on what we've been up to. We had a fantastic time in Florida, and then we're going to share a little bit, as always, the learning in Giant always, almost always comes out of me and Jeremy's uh, struggles or challenges, or occasionally things we got right. So we're going to talk to you a little bit later about how um, being sick actually often triggers stress behaviors and ways that you can begin to prepare both of those. So we're going to turn a negative into a positive. But Jeremy, why don't you tell them a little bit about our first ever giant week um, in Florida in January? Yeah, so our, for those who know about what we're trying to accomplish, we're trying to change the standard of leadership around the world, which sounds big and, and boisterous, and it is. It's a cause, we call it liberation, uh, liberating leadership and the style of leadership. Um, 
to calibrate and learn how to calibrate high support and high challenge consistently as you fight for the highest possible good of those you lead. So what we did is we were able to really pull in um, a majority of our associates from around the world. We've got, um, let's see, at that point um, we had about 50 or so, um, we, we had I guess 40 associates that came uh, t from, uh, from, from around the States and around the UK. Uh, and then we had our clients. We had another 80 or so um, uh, clients uh, with spouses came and um, <coughs> had an unbelievable week together um, just in Naples, Florida. And we just spent time celebrating liberation, telling stories, uh, learning new content. And it was unbelievably powerful. I mean, it was, I knew we thought it was going to be great, but it was, mm. I think it exceeded our expectations as well. Would you agree? I do, yeah, and considering you and I are pretty optimistic in most things, um, our connector voice is pretty near the front for both of us. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, no, I think some of the stories of people, particularly people who were able to bring their spouses and some of their team members who perhaps hadn't been exposed to, to Giant, just realising how powerful this was, but just people sharing. I mean, you are amazing at dinners. I mean, it has to be said, you are the best in the world I know at getting people to share honestly over a dinner table. But we had our celebration dinner with about, I think, 80 or 90 of us. And people just standing up celebrating, basically, the breakthroughs of liberation they'd seen in their own lives and their own work, their own families, and also choosing to celebrate some of the people that have been part of that process. And realize that um, though there's no money involved, there is such a thing as liberation Amway um, in that you kind of realize that kind of you, you, what, when you liberate other people, they then have the capacity to liberate other people again. And it was actually just amazing to see second, third generation liberation where people's stories were, well, so-and-so really helped me and realizing that that person had been helped by someone else in the room. And just realizing how, how powerful that process of multiplication is when you actually equip people to give away and pass on what it is they're experiencing themselves. So yeah, it was, a, it was hugely, hugely encouraging. And um, you know, obviously for a Brit to be able to come out to Naples, Florida to a beach resort for a week in January was never a hard sell for my wife. In fact, Helen's a, Helen's a true nurturer guardian. So for her, it was a huge, she loved it because all the people we've been telling her about and all the stories suddenly became real because she was actually there in the midst of them. So you know, it was just a great week. Yeah, it. and that and that's the big idea. Uh, so we've created this um, uh, brand called the Liberator Network for all that are listening. And the idea is for those who have gone through the Giant System or been a part of XCore or any of our programs, that they actually can unite and join and um, really celebrate each other and learn the best practices of what people are doing with their team and their organizations and individually. And uh, so we do that every year. We'll do another event next January. And if you are interested, then obviously uh, find us and uh, uh, giantworldwide.com. And uh, but yeah, well, Steve, let's get after it, man. What what else? Yeah. What else did you have in mind? So, um, if you, I'll go first, and, and then you can share your tale of woe before. So for me, being being ill is always. I'm a. If you think of voice order, I'm a pioneer, connector, creative, guardian, nurturer. So what that really means is. I'm really, really good at being pioneering. Um, I've learned to be really good at connecting, and those two often are the things you experience. But all of us have what we call a fourth and a fifth voice by nature. They're the ones we struggle with, they're the ones in our 70-30 that are always involved us using our other hand. It always involves conscious 
attention and it's always draining because it never happens naturally. So for me, my fourth voice is guardian. So when it comes to really putting in place systems, processes, details, you know, board reports, accounts, you know, details of that magnitude, I think I'm better at it than I actually am. I think I've realized um, I'm not as good as I thought I was. And nurture is my fifth voice by nature. So when it comes to truly caring for others, giving of myself, joining others in serving, you know, what's going on when there isn't anything in it for me, I really struggle, or fifth voice for me is the hardest one. So what's interesting is when you get ill, what happens is, is all of your energy and all of your strength feels like it's been taken away. So you and I are both activists. I often, if I'm not careful, define my well-being by what I do, which is not necessarily a great thing, but it's probably true. So when I take away my capacity to work, when I take away my capacity to connect with people, when I can't speak because my voice is gone, it causes introspection and it causes me to be alone in my head and on my own in my bedroom um, when I normally don't do any of that. In the modern world, you can stay connected and engaged in work, activity, all the time and talking to people. And so what's interesting is, in my experience, when I, when I go into that place, I'm not very good at it because it's not a natural strength. So for those of you who speak um, Jungian type as well, for me it's the introvert sensor is the unhealthy thing. So when I, I start to withdraw away from people or when through sickness I'm forced into isolation and when I can't do the big picture dreaming, visioning and empowering others, which I do for fun in my normal strength, I'm actually forced to deal with some of those just being bored in the present <laughs> with nothing much to do, not able to do that much. I start to feel sorry for myself. I start to lose the big picture perspective. I start to wonder, obviously, being a true man, whether I'm actually dying. You know, what is my life for? If I died now, would I be happy with what I've done? Am I being a good dad? Am I being a good husband? Am I really a good team leader? Am I a good business partner? So what happens for me is, in that space where I have almost too much time in my head, and I don't get all of that wonderful extra intuition or pioneer connector time, I go internal and I start to become slightly woe is me. I start to wonder, you know, when am I going to die? And it's really interesting to watch that whole process in reverse, knowing that for some people that's an incredible strength. But just being aware in stress and sickness, often we end up with the same traits. So that actually, as we'll talk about in a moment when you shared, we can actually think about the choice between our tendencies and our actions as being the difference between being a good leader and being a great leader. But why don't you just talk, um, what happens with you and your tendencies when you get sick? Any of those sound familiar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, I, I think for, and, and by the way, any of, any of you listening, uh, we're assuming that you're, you're, gonna, you're going to be sick you know, sometime in the year or you've got people around you. So I think it's so important in the process as you're listening to the, the idea of knowing yourself so you can lead yourself. And that's really what we're doing here because um, I just am I'm literally I'm just getting over this uh, flu. But I was in, in bed from Friday night until, uh, you know, for a good 72 hours, basically. I was just laying in bed uh, and had no energy. And on one hand, it's so, so funny because... Well, I end up thinking, you know what, uh, that'd be kind of nice to be able to relax, maybe watch 
uh, uh, some documentaries or some TV shows and uh, maybe read a little bit or maybe get some things done. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, this thing just took me down. I had no desire for anything but to, to moan. And uh, so, and then what does happen is exactly what you said. So, in my case, uh, I'm, I'm a little different. I'm the connector, creative pioneer. My uh, fourth voice is nurture, and fifth is guardian. And so, um, and, and again, the um, introverted thinker kicks in, and I start thinking through uh, the situation where we are. I, I start asking the question, even though we just talked about the celebration we had with all of our clients, I then start going, well, um, any, who, who wants to work with us right now? What, does anyone get what we're trying to say? Because what we, uh, you know, I think that, that we've got good things, but do people really know what we're trying to accomplish? And, and why can't these book publishers really get what we're trying to, to do? And all these, you know, different things run through my head. And then I start uh, the introvert sensor of like, I'm just feel like a fat blob, just on this. I'm lazy. I'm I'm not getting anything done. I'm, you know, and, and so you start the self pity process. So everything you said, um, the same thing that happened with me, and um, you know, I I I had a really really uh, uh, deep uh, prayer time. Honestly, um, ask just basically saying, you know what, I don't really trust my thinking right now. And I, I don't trust my, uh, my mindset, and I don't trust my, uh, just you know, the way I was viewing the future, the way I was viewing. So I, I decided not to trust it, and um, and in turn, I had a really interesting uh, conversation with God, and uh, honestly, it was just that rich. And so for me, um, I mean that's me personally. Um, you know, different people are different places, but. For me, that it was it was so needed to get proper perspective, but I can tell you, I would not have thought that way unless I'd gone through our own system, our own giant system of understanding our kryptonite, and uh, I, I would continue to have floundered in my own irrational thinking. So, if you think about it, if I, it's so helpful, it's almost like you, you become a guardian, but you do it really badly. So basically, you start to overanalyze the, the data and the information, and you start to become very critical and judgmental because it's not a natural strength. And I think that's the thing with me is I become even more uncaring. So nurture is my fifth voice. I start to judge the motives of people. And basically, it's at that point when you, you, you'll hear me go, do you know, we need to look at this list, and if anyone's not pulling their weight, we just need to let them go. <laughs> So what you'll find is, I love that thought of going, never make decisions when you're in stress or you're ill. Because what you're probably functioning out of is you're functioning out of your weakest point, both physically, but you're also likely to be functioning out of the voice, which is actually your inferior voice in the way you engage with the world. And I think, you know, I know... um, a lot of sorry, Jesse, you gonna say something there? Yeah, I was gonna say um, one of the things that to, to the listener, one of the things that I've so appreciated about Steve and what he's done is he's a Jedi in uh, really Jungian uh, type and understanding type dynamics of, of personality. But um, to to look at a person, what's great is we have a program called Kryptonite where we can actually help someone see um, really how they'll how they'll take themselves out and how they undermine themselves. And 
again, I think what you're making the point of, Steve, is that, that sickness is a form of stress. So it, it actually is an uh, opportunity for us to stop and look and observe at what's not well, even physically, but also it, how it affects mentally. And um, so if you think about it to the listener, um, to think about your strengths is one thing, but to also really understand how you can uh, sabotage yourself, it's really, really important to know. Keep mm. going. No, it's good. I mean, it takes, I often thought, somebody said, it takes a lifetime to build a reputation as a leader, but it takes a very short period of time to completely undermine it. So that idea of caution when you're stressed or sick, you're not likely to make good decisions. And I think the other thing does is, um, you, you and I almost work with the assumption um, that the minimum unit of team is two. We, we spend a lot of time working with sort of uh, sometimes incredibly gifted CEOs um, and owners of company. It's amazing though how many of them are not in a team of two. That in some ways they almost feel the isolation and the pressure of being the man or the woman. And they don't want to take it home because you know it would be unfair. But it's almost like, I, I honestly at times like this, I don't know how they do it, or probably what they do is they do it badly at times when they're ill or stressed. And I think that the, the strength of the two of us together um, since the beginning of this is almost different. We, we kind of carry the baton every now and again when the other is struggling. And I don't know whether that's just because we're ENTP, ENFP, sort of who are usually into maximum influence, minimum responsibility, and we've just had to team up to make it work. Or whether, as I suspect, <clears throat> there's just a general principle there that basically you have to have somebody in your world that you actually get to process the real and you get to be able to talk about what's really going on in you. Not just what's going on in the business, but actually how you are engaging with the current challenges and the things you have. And I think in some ways, I, I, I think that's partly what giants do at the very highest level. That trusted advisor, that confidant, that friend, that once we're inside the team, once we're inside the culture, it's amazing how valuable it is to have someone that you can talk with almost before you enact certain things. You know, the number of times I think on a couple of the coaching calls where I go, so you know this hypothesis you're giving me, is this what you did or is this what you're thinking of doing? And uh, a couple of times it's been what they actually did and then we reflected on through why they'd done it and what might have been a better way. I always say I'd much rather help you process what you're thinking of doing particularly if you are isolated and alone. And I think that's one of the things I appreciate most about you and our partnership, that I think we're, we're it's not always easy because you know, none, none of us get an automatic say, we, all have a, we both have to work at it together. But I think there's a real strength, either it's inside your business or whatever it is, or having someone on the outside that you get to process with, because it's amazing how often, how often you and I would have made bad decisions individually I certainly would have if it hadn't been for that trusted friend on the inside. Don't you get yeah, any thoughts I, on that, Jeff? And I, I, I think that same thing uh, plays out in you know marriages, right? So the, the marriage, that's a, a healthy marriage basically gives you a helpmate, a person who can really help you see things. And, and I think that's just wisdom. Um, and so uh, I think, again, to the listener, if you're listening to what we're saying, we're basically saying, look, all of us get sick. Uh, all of us have bad days. We have... Um, um, down times, understand the times, understand the, the um, ramifications of, uh, of your unhealthy thinking and uh, know yourself well enough to lead yourself. So what are the patterns? What are the, 
you have natural tendencies, but what are the patterns that are caused from that? And uh, to Steve's point, I think in our partnership, uh, it's enabled me to go, hey, if I'm if I'm down and my business partner is up, then you know we're collectively going to make strides versus uh, uh, me wallowing in my own mindset. That we see it again all the time um, dealing with a guy currently. I've been working with with one specific person who is his doesn't have the the trust of um, his wife. He doesn't really have the trust of his boss, and he's kind of wallowing in his um, uh, kind of his, his own mindset. And um, he's had to make some some key decisions here in the last couple of weeks. And I've had to be the one, you know. And so I, he's basically relying on me to help him. Uh, make those key dis- decisions, and um, so I I, uh, I I agree with everything you're sharing. So if you think of the the tool we've often talked about, which is called Know Yourself to Lead Yourself, which is really where your tendencies are hardwired from your nature, so we can actually understand, we can learn what are the natural tendencies inside our personality and wiring. So I have tendencies as an ENTP, as a pioneer connector, Jeremy has ENFP, connector creative, and those things that go with it. Now, if we don't, if we're not intentional, what happens is those tendencies automatically shape the patterns of our behaviors, and that's the action that happens. So when you're sick, of course, those tendencies actually get exacerbated in a negative way. So it becomes even more important to make an intentional choice between I know my tendency is, but I don't want it to be my action. So what I know is I often get more impatient. I oscillate between being sorry for myself as a that fifth voice nurturer, and then I get my grenade launcher out and start shooting people that I don't think are doing everything that I want them to do with my pioneer. So I oscillate between ill health on both those continuums. But what I know is if I know my tendency is that, I have to be incredibly careful how I act at a time when I'm not physically strong or emotionally strong in that context. So what I often do is when I'm not well, I know that for me the retreat is introvert sensing or often that guardian detail. So what I do is I try and choose activities that I know are going to be good for my long-term business but not gonna, not gonna cause too many troubles on the outside. So I often end up doing my accounts. I often end up putting together my spreadsheet of my sort of pipeline, or I go through my connectors, or I, I get my email up today. I do the things which I know are at, at least as healthy as possible in the tendency of the weakness that I'm currently in. But I don't try and make strategic decisions. I'm not trying to basically be making big calls about people or strategy or capital because I know myself to know that I know what the unhealthy and I know it'll come again but you'd be amazed how many people make bad decisions either under extreme stress or under sickness and then they wish they hadn't done that so I think knowing yourself is so important because that allows you to make that intentional choice yeah in my uh my intentional um uh, plan really was to in- go after inspiration. So as the connector, uh, the connector is um, if 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 I feel like I can't connect because I was just lifeless, literally. Like so, what I chose is to actually find something that was inspirational in a movie or in something that would would give me a sense of 
of joy or, or you know, so or lose myself in a historical fiction, which I ended up doing the last uh, the last day, uh, which which allowed me to really think about things differently and get my mind almost distract myself. So for for me, it's like don't trust yourself. So I distracted myself, which enabled me to just kind of to chill out and rest. So I didn't get caught in a vicious cycle of. So I didn't spend time thinking on the business. So yesterday, I didn't think about the business at all. I just it was almost taboo because I knew that if I did, I wouldn't. I'd have irrational thoughts because my unlike you, I don't have the grenade launcher. Mine is cyber warfare. So um, I would use cyber warfare, but I might use it in an email or a passive aggressive, uh, or I'll I would ask it in a in a subtle slander or a question or a uh, you know I I would end up doing some damage. So I stayed away from email. I stayed away from the business, and again tried to lose myself in something that would inspire me and kind of get me through. So, and I think our encouragement to all of you listening is to just know yourself well. So if you know what Jeremy's sharing there is. Whatever your foundational voice is, it becomes potentially negative when you're in stress or when you're ill. And also, we tend to then oscillate to our fifth voice, which we don't do well anyway. So it's kind of whatever, you know, Jeremy's shared really his connector and then the guardian. And I've shared my combination of the pioneer and then the nurturer. So use the voices to help you understand where do you go under stress or where do you go when you're ill? And if you're not sure where you go, ask someone who knows you well. <laughs> so if they're looking after you with man flu, then ask them, what are my tendencies, family, when I'm struggling? What are my tendencies, guys, in the business, in the organization? Because once you know, you can always then begin to make a plan for next time, which is to go, okay, when the dark clouds come in and when you're not feeling well and you you know the stress in the system, you actually can choose an action which actually is may look less strategic but actually may turn out to be a lot more important than you think because it prevents you making that negative outcome, which is often much harder to undo than maybe a lost weeks of productivity. So as always, we hope that our struggles and just reflecting on our own journey um, is something that you can draw from because every single one of you here at some point will deal with significant stress. And I suspect that at some stage this year, as Jeremy said, you will deal with feeling physically less than at your best. And not everyone's an elite athlete like you and I, Jeremy. So we've got to bear That's that right. in mind. You know, <laughs> we're, highly, we're highly tuned athletes, so therefore we're usually on the edge of um, illness, apparently, they tell you, with uh, thoroughbred <laughs> horses as well. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, hey, and if you're, again, listening and you want to find out your voice and you haven't taken the uh, Five Voices uh, test, then go to uh, number five, fivevoices.com, and um, take the assessment and find out what your voice order is. And that that will give you a a really good uh, uh, chance to really start the process. But then to go deeper, the book Five Voices, um, which can be found on Amazon, uh, is really a great field guide for helping you go deeper in understanding yourself and looking at the patterns that we're talking about today. Well, Steve, any Fantastic. other last thoughts before we go? No, I think, I mean, um, this has been really healthy. I've never had this kind of conversation, we, probably because we've both never been ill at the same time. So right. uh, I think, as always, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of wisdom comes out when we actually sit down and truly reflect on what our our world is and I think 
People often ask us, where do you get all your new content and where do you get your new ideas? I often say to leaders, if you just observe and learn from what's going on in your life, your leadership, your team, and reflect on it enough, you'll probably find that there is untapped wisdom that you can use. So great, great talking with you today. I think that's really something quite strong on the idea of how the, the, the foundational voice and the fifth voice play into stress and also into that idea of when we're not feeling um, at our best. So get well soon, Thank my you. friend. Uh, wrap up warm. I'm hoping you're getting lots of sympathy from Kelly. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, you guys. <laughs> To everyone listening, wish you all well. Have a good, good one. We'll see you next time. Cheers. Fantastic. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening. That concludes today's episode of the Liberator Podcast from Giant Worldwide. You can find out more information about us online at giantworldwide.com.